Demons Discuss TV Show Review Season 2 Episode 6 Welcome to Demons Discuss, the unofficial podcast about the All Souls universe and the topics that orbit it. We are your hosts, Angela, Jean, and Valerie. I am Valerie, and with me is Angela and Jean. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hello. And what are we talking about today? Oh, what what are we talking about today? The meat of the story, the best part. The best part. Oh, Philippe, the hay barn, the temple, the wedding. Oh, my God. Pivotal. Grab your Kleenex people and pour yourself a tall one because you're going to need it. Yeah. We were just talking off mic on how sparse our notes are because we were too busy staring at the screen and taking it all in. Again. Again. Again, right. Again. Oh, shivers. Yeah. So you guys might have to like walk me through some little subtle points because I'm staring at the screen. I didn't have time to take notes. So we're going to have to work through that. But that also means it's ingrained in your brain, though. It is. Damn it. Etched in my brain for life. All right. The tracks of my tears. Uh, All right. Let's pay our bills really quick. This podcast is sponsored by very generous listeners. They keep us ad free. How? By pledging at least two dollars a month our listeners keep us afloat no need for us to follow advertiser rules and reading copy badly and the advertisers promptly dropping us for reading copy badly (laughs) 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 so thank you patrons thanks for saving us from ourselves anyway gene it's your turn to entice our other listeners why is patreon a good idea it's demon deluxe demon deluxe Yes. (laughs) You get our company on the off weeks and the after show where we get a little bit nutty. You get swag. You get a tote bag to declare your loyalty to the world and also schlep your shit around in. That's right. Uh, Shit's schlepping. (laughs) Lots of fun stuff to collect and display and maybe even get some use out of. It all depends on what Valerie finds on Sticker Mule (laughs) and what strikes her fancy. That's right. Or what sales Sticker Mule's (laughs) (laughs) Good point. Yeah. So I also wanted to point out Demon Roulette and Angela, I'll let you highlight that. Well, every level, $2 and up gets entered into Demon Roulette. We do that quarterly. And then at the end of a quarter, hopefully we will pick a name uh, randomly and then it'll be a prize of Valerie's choosing. So it could be whatever she decides, uh, a book, it could be a sticker, it could be a tote bag. It'll be it'll be a total package, put it that way. It's not going to be just a single sticker. It'll be something that Oprah Valerie decides you should you deserve yes (laughs) and we have all kinds of fun stuff candles and fragrance and all kinds of nifty things we've collected through the fandom absolutely and this time i've decided to add an extra little gift to our packages and it's fun and if you're a patron you would understand why i'm including this so maybe you should join (laughs) and find out Mm. (laughs) (laughs) best part is hopefully we'll all be traveling again soon and valerie has just been like the sticker machine so everybody will have fun luggage and that's easy to spot on the carousel when we all get together again. So many stickers to hand out to everybody. I just miss everybody. Yeah, well, we even got packages from Valerie the other day and mine, and I'm sure yours did too, Jean, had like a magnet, three stickers. It was like a whole other stuff. I was was excited. Oh my God. I was like, hey, that's me. (laughs) I got a Patreon sticker. Yay. (laughs) 
on. I'll put it on my luggage. <laughs> so, you guys, if you're interested, go to patreon.com slash demons discuss. Please be advised. Our after shows are kind of staggered while we're doing the TV episodes because the TV episodes have been keeping us busy since they've Very. been weekly. And um, after that, we're going to take a little break and then we're going to go back to our regular programming. So one week you'll get our public show. One week you'll get our Patreon after show. So there's that. Also, I need a drum roll for our random patron sponsor. Watch our equipment, guys. I know. Yay. I did it lightly. And I, you know what? I have an idea. I don't know if we can do it, but I would like maybe for one episode that you could do the drum roll of Kit and uh, Matthew in the pub. In the, in the bar. The bar. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Use that as our drum roll. I have that clip. I do. Yes. <gasps> Mm-hmm. Maybe we should just use that as our drum roll for num- from now on. <laughs> so, our random patron sponsor today is Debbie Hopper. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you, Debbie. Here's the disclaimer, everybody. In this episode, the first part, we are going to attempt. I have to emphasize this Capital every single a. time. <laughs> attempt is the word here that you, you have to pay attention to. Attempt to only focus on what is presented to us on screen, being that we're book readers sometimes that's hard but we try to hold back okay for those of you who don't want book spoilers we will give you a warning prior to going into the spoiler zone and let you stop the podcast episode you can join us next week for those of you who don't care you know because it's your listening experience go ahead keep listening listen to us talk it won't make sense to you if you haven't read the books but that's okay you might be able to be like hey that's interesting maybe i'll pick up the book or maybe not (laughs) Or maybe you decide, man, the book doesn't sound like it's for me. That's up to you guys. So disclaimer done, guys. Yeah. That good? Yep. Did I cover everything? Yeah, we're not. We don't spoil any of the rest of the TV show in the spoiler zone. Yes. Yes. Done and dusted. That's right. Disclaimer done, guys. Let's start the wagon. Let's go. Yay. Yay. Okay, so... <laughs> we push play and we are with Diana and she's working off some steam by rowing and screaming a lot. <laughs> what did you guys yeah. think of this? When you first saw her out there rowing, this big ass rowboat <laughs> on I don't know what body of water that was a, a moat or a lake or something yeah. what you guys think girl be angry yeah. yeah she's salty yeah and I don't I don't blame her <laughs> and then it just brought me back to season one because there's Matthew watching her yep and yells in that delicious accent of his there's a bunch of important conversations interlaid in here Dan. I'm okay. Did you say nothing? I did not summon the witch. You allowed me to set to you risked Diana's life. Why? I needed to be sure of her. She knows too many of her secrets. And I do not take risks with my family. And would you have stopped him from ripping out her memories? Diana saved herself. And now she'll have to live with the consequences. And lives will be lost because of your union. And I don't expect him to be the last. Dispose of it. I don't care who you are. I will not be tested like that. Did you get this ring? It was a gift from Isabel. She would never have bequeathed that to anyone, let alone a witch. 
one is truly immortal, Father. Not even you. What'd you think about that? That they're bringing it up now. Isabeau's ring. And when he sees that, Philippe realizes he's done for. It's like something's wrong. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. She wouldn't have gave that to you unless I was gone. I was dead. Yeah. That was a light bulb moment. That was kind of a stab in the heart right there. Yeah. So now we're on the dock. And just like Angela said, Matthew is calling Diana back in. Like, why don't you come back in? She's like, no, fuck you. Leave me alone. She was, she was like, like you said, really salty, salty. and kind of pissed off. So she rose in. Essentially, this conversation, she's justifying her killing Champier. And she's like, and I wanted to kill him. I'm like, okay. Uh, no hate. I saw his face when he was trying to take your memories. So, yeah. Yeah, and his voice. It just it oh still my makes my skin was, crawl. Yeah. He was terrible. So her final question is, what am I becoming? Well, you're becoming a fucking stone cold killer. That's what you're becoming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're getting a backbone there, baby. That's right. <laughs> we enter with our theme music, and then we are with Philippe in his office, writing Isabeau a letter with flashes to the present. And what do you guys think of this? How they just juxtaposed both Philippe and Isabeau. I love that. And I found it interesting. 1590 Philippe thinking of future Isabeau and future Isabeau thinking of 1590 Philippe. I mean, exactly like that. And then we dissolve to Septour in the present. Mart's like, yeah, there's something wrong with witches. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like the dogs are acting right. (laughs) It was like so funny and matter of fact and like kind of or, you know, it yeah. could have been, there's something wrong with the pipes. We got a leak upstairs. You yeah, know, it's like, something along with- you might want to check this out. Right. There's something, something going on with, you know, the staff. <laughs> it wasn't the way you would talk about your guests. No, and it, it's still very segregated almost, where in the beginning when Matthew would just call Diana witch, or when they try to insult somebody and say, yes, witch, or I know what you are, vampire. Yeah, it's still, they, right. they still refer to each other like that. I mean, the witches, not... Yeah. Em and Sarah or there's something weird going on. Yeah. The witches, they're acting up. They're freaking out. I don't know. Come take a look. And it came from Mark. That's of what, all things. I mean, I yeah. would Surprising. Yeah. Isabel to be Especially like Especially because she but... just gave Isabel the speech last episode about evolving. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and being more uh, hospitable. Right. right. Mark fell off there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> she slipped She's off. She's going to shake it off and be okay. So after Isabel goes down and Sarah and Em are like feeling around something just happened. Happened. Something just happened here, guys. I don't know. Yeah. There's an energy here, and they're both kind of like feeling around, and they look kind of crazy. What I liked about it is they gave Sarah intuitive magic here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Instead of M, it was like she's the one going, Yeah, something's going on, like right here. Yeah. The way I imagined it, though, was like M feels it, and Sarah like casts a spell. She's like, Oh, yeah, I feel it too. Right. You know, so it's like a different approach to feeling it. I don't, I don't know. They just look weird standing up they're just like woo something's around it was very woo woo (laughs) (laughs) so Isabeau cottons onto this and she's like she reveals that the books were hiding spots for messages and so she's like yo I believe you I mean she's on board Isabeau's on board immediately she's like I know what this is well I mean you would you really would if you thought it was one more message from Philippe well she didn't know at that point though did she yeah but as soon as she's like wait a minute that's where Philippe left his messages for people yeah. And I think that's the first hint we get that he has power of his own, I think. How so? I'm saying with the fact that Isabel just 
feels the energy and the vibration. Oh, yeah. 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 Because it's not it's not like she's sensing Diana. No, she's she's sensing Philippe. I, I just thought it was oh. just her belief of the possibility. If there were like Angela uh-huh. said, if there was a chance, she was all in, you know. Oh, yeah. Isabel, definitely. I'm just saying with Sarah, Sarah, Sarah is also sensing a power there, but the power wouldn't wouldn't be Diana. No, I didn't no. think it was Diana or Philippe. I thought it was just the change in time. The time. Yeah. Like uh, an anomaly popping up. I'm just looking for shows of Philippe's power. So that's just my mm. my thing. <laughs> my interpretation of things. I love this. They all start tearing shit apart. <laughs> the books start come flying down. They're shaking them yep. up like I'm looking for the goddess story. Spoiler, guys. <laughs> like me when I'm oh looking for the goddess story. You know, shaking the book. Where are you? So they're no. looking for messages. Did you just hear the police in the background message in the bottle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we're back to 59. Matthew's getting the horses ready for something, but it turns out he's getting ready to go to Bohemia. He's had enough of this shit. He's ready to go. Yeah, he's, he's very Fitzio. Yeah, he's very Fitzio. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> this shit, I'm out. We gotta go. And Philippe goes to pick a fight. <laughs> Oh, oh, I was going to say, sharper the swords and <laughs> throw one down. Yeah, like, and let me tell you, my lady bits were tingling. Ta- but talking about uh, throwing the glove down for the gauntlet, I'm like, dang, only Philippe can do it like that. I know. Yeah. He's like, Matthew, we're not done here. Oh, yo. and he just ro- he roars. He's like, yo. So meanwhile, Diana is wandering around the castle. Well, I'd say specifically the library. She's snooping. snooping. Just call it snooping because that's what she's doing. I have my notes say Snoopy is on the prowl. <laughs> yes. My, my notes say Diana snooping Philippe's office. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I guess I was the most diplomatic here for a change because I said, Diana is wandering around. <laughs> It seems it just it seems really bold. Yeah. I mean, especially when we've got Isabel in the present going, uh, this is off limits. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I thought, what is she looking for? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That uh, that's that that's was definitely weird. medicine cabinet level. You know? yeah. yeah. What do you do that's with snooping was... in my medicine cabinet? There's nothing but yeah. Tylenol in there. Don't worry about it. There's nothing good. <laughs> so Diana is wandering around. She runs across a map and we find out that these are Isabel plans for the next witch hunt. Never mind the one she's on now. Not, not the current one. The, next, the current one. one. the next one. Yeah. And the chambermaid. Can we do, who, they didn't give this poor woman Never. a name. No, they didn't. Can we call her Katrine? Because yes. she needs yeah, to okay. From now on, she is now Katrine. You are now Katrine, chambermaid. Mm-hmm. So the chambermaid reluctantly, I'm sorry, Katrine, <laughs> reluctantly yes. tells her this. And then Diana disappears like the little spots that were supposed to be the witch hunt. I mean, she just disappears them. Yeah. Did we have a problem with that? Because she just altered history right there. Kind of thought, well, Isabel's going to come back and just redo it. I know. She'd be like, who <laughs> fuck with my fucking well, map? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is if she remembered it all. I mean, she put it all down on a map for a reason. Yeah. And, and the thing is, she didn't disappear at all. She moved a lot of the blue spots into different areas than what, where they were. Oh. So she altered the map. She didn't like just disappear yeah. and make it, wipe it out. Right. So I'm kind of like, that's seems ill advised. Yeah. Well, I mean, it'll keep Isabeau busy for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Leave her on a hunt. Oh, they weren't there. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, th- and that's why I was kind of like, wait a minute. We have this whole thing about not changing history and yeah. Philippe not telling Kit his fate. 
Matthew's been a lot better with the not changing history than anybody uh, <laughs> anybody has. And here's Diana doing all this shit and then Goody lecturing her at the end of the last episode that about, you know, course, you're going to change course and you're going to change history by abandoning your studies. Right. So it's kind of like, mm-hmm. okay, she's a crucible for change, but is it all that good? <laughs> if, they, if they included that, I wish they would have included like the after effect, like the cause was her vanishing the map. And then what was the effect? I wish we would have seen some immediate effect, like in a good way or something. Right. If she's yeah. going to change history. Yeah. I mean, is she going to save Weavers? Right. I don't know. I guess we'll find out in future episodes, right? Maybe. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> mm. Meanwhile, Matthew and Philippe are thoroughly beating the fuck out of each other. Wait, before we get into that, I thought it was interesting because Philippe had questioned Matthew on Isabel giving his ring to Diana. And, and Matthew says, well, maybe she's evolved. And I thought that was interesting because, again, Bart was just well, lecturing Isabel that she should evolve <laughs> in the that, previous episode. That word, word evolved, yeah. that word evolved keeps coming yes. up, which is kind of funny. And it's like, and man, Matthew and Philippe's relationship, he's really pissy. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. More so than I ever took from the books. I mean, he was very melancholy in the books and here he's just like kind of like combative and pissy and I think mad. <laughs> I think like okay, we'll talk about it in the spoiler zone. Let me write it down so I don't forget. Mm-hmm. But I do parallel this to the books as far as the mood. I'll say Globe Theater and that we'll we'll leave it at that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How long has she been without me? I will not answer that. Back! How long have I been dead in your time? Cannot answer that. How long? The slightest knowledge of what's to come could be dangerous. It could affect future events, future lives. This newfound caution of yours has blunted your technique. Where is your might? Where is your thirst for blood? Where is my Matthias? Now! Good. Yes. Still in there, then. I don't know. It's like Matthew's holding on to so much right here, and Philippe can sense it. Yes. And he's just trying uh-huh. to get it out of him. Mm-hmm. Where's my Matthew? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, what is going on with you? What's happening in the present? Why? And and Matthew's like, nope, I can't. Nope. Stop it. Nope. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just, and he just keeps like going... You can't keep noping your way out yeah, of this, dude. No, it's got to be tough, though. I mean, you imagine even whether it's children or friendships. You know, you see the evolution of your friend that you've grown up with since high school, or even going back to a class uh-huh. reunion. You expect them to be the same, and you yeah. don't see how they evolve and change. And you don't know what events had taken place yeah. to make them evolve and change. You you just don't have a clue. You don't know what has happened to you. It's like it's back to the who hurt you. What happened along your life where you're just like this yeah. right now? Right, <laughs> right along that. I mean. It's got the same thing, only it was like very dramatic and dropped in his lap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait a minute. What's going on here? And then Philippe is more canny, as we'll find out. Yeah. About the impact of this and the fact that he does need part of the cloak of his old self to even survive in the future. Right. So how did Diana cotton on to the dispute between Matthew and Philippe? I don't remember. We didn't have any wagering. That's for no. sure. Yeah. <laughs> but somehow she figures it out, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think she heard she there was heard yelling it. or a commotion and she oh, saw okay. the servants running 
running to the courtyard to see what was going on. Right. When Diana shows up on scene, Philippe and Matthew are pretty much in a clutch. And Philippe is like, tell me how I die. And Matthew's like, yeah, no, it's not happening. I mean, to back up a minute, the fight choreography on this whole oh, yeah. extended scene was just amazing. And it wasn't at all like sometimes when they have the vampires moving, it's a little bit cheesy. Right. Yeah. And there was nothing cheesy about this no. at all. They did it was an amazing old school, job. Let's fucking get it on. <laughs> yeah. And I have to wonder how much of it is the stunt people and how much of it was them. Uh, them because I would suspect that both of them do have more than a bit of training in stage yeah. fighting. I think yeah. they probably did a good share of it. But I, I did post on Instagram the other day that scene where behind the scenes where Matthew spills the apples on Philippe running up the stairs. Yeah. So those were uh-huh. two stunt doubles. And then you can see, which I don't recommend doing, but I've done it because I have just looked at the trailer so many times. Um, if you slow it down, you can see when Philippe does the sweep and Matthew falls. Oh, you can uh-huh. see that you can see this face of the stunt double. I don't recommend it because it ruins the magic, but it, it is a stunt double there too. Oh, okay. What did you guys think of this line when Matthew refuses to tell Philippe how he meets Zed? I want to talk about that more in the spoiler zone too. So I mean, okay. you can, I'll, I'll have I should say I'll have more to say when I when we get more to, this. to say. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So Angela, don't spill out your full thought, but <laughs> yeah. your initial thought when he says, then your conscience has gotten the better of me. This is Philippe to Matthew. What does Matthew say immediately before that? I don't remember. I, I can't. Something about I cannot reveal I don't know, something about his death. He just refuses I, I, him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what's interesting is his comment about your conscience has gotten the better of me is like earlier is early on in the fight. He's going on about your conscience is a handicap yes. here. Yeah. Okay. Well, if he said something regarding his fate, I'll stick a pin in that too. It's not for the spoiler zone, but it's for what Philippe says when he's writing the letter to Isabel mm-hmm. about right. fate. Okay. Okay. After Philippe walks off and he's had it. Diana and Matthew are talking. Matthew's like, whew, that was rough. I haven't lost control like that in a while. What's interesting is that lecture that comes before that. You know, we get the info up on what blood rage is mm-hmm. as he's explaining to Diana and he is, Matthew is pure predator and you need to embrace that part of to paraphrase what he's saying. But what was really interesting about that is the, the way they shot it. When Matthew fat flat on his back and Philippe is talking to her and talking to him, he's so tender with with him. He is. Yeah. He kind of pats his head at the end. And like runs his thumb across his brow like he's trying to soothe him. him. Yeah. I did as well. I noticed that. But then tell me what you guys thought because he did that and it was very tender and it was all, I could just picture him like saying, oh my boy. And then he turns around and he gives Diana this sneer like this, I don't know, just you, this like inhale and then the sneer and like, what was that? I didn't really understand how that was supposed to be taken. I don't know. I Now I remember, I, I, I feel like it was part resentment towards Diana because yeah. he didn't know what the fuck was going on yeah. with her and what uh-huh. what has she done to change him? Mm-hmm. Well, and I also took it as it was kind of like the breath and it's like, wait a minute, I've revealed something of myself to a stranger again. Yeah, yeah. that could be too. A vulner- like, like that. Like his moment with Matthew was he was revealing a vulnerability to a witch. Right. Yeah. Because he's at this point is still not accepted. But it's her. funny that he wants to reveal Matthew's vulnerability to Diana, but not his own. Right. Well, that's Philippe, he went. Yeah, he went too far. He went too far. <laughs> yeah. And I think he's also kind of sneered at her because he's half expecting her to like throw up her hands and say fuck the shit I'm out right yeah not Diana 
Diana. <laughs> at least not here. Yeah. <laughs> no. Not at this point. Diana leaves at different points. Mm-hmm. But no. no, Matthew, she's going to stick by. Yeah. Pretty much Philippe realizes this at, at this point. So Diana and Matthew are talking and Matthew's like, I haven't lost control like that in a while. He recovered well, fairly quickly. Yeah. I, I mean, I, so. I get it's a TV show. You have to. You can't have like linger. Yeah. You know? yeah. We don't have time to worry about. <laughs> and, and, and we didn't have poor uh, Pierre. Pierre I yeah. know. But that's okay. Pierre. Oh. Okay. Later. I have, to, I, <laughs> yes. I, just, I have to say when he's giving that little recap to Diana and there's mm-hmm. the close-ups of their faces, like all my original feelings for Matthew came back. Like, oh, oh yeah. Oh. I feel so yeah. bad for you. Oh, my, all that you've gone through, you know, like all the, the whole hot mess thing. I'm like, I don't even care. I just love you. <laughs> I know. This whole episode was kind of like that, though. And I was like, that's oh, the thing I'm... about hot mess Matthew. We yell at him all the time. We're upset with him all the time, but we love him. Yes. <gasps> if we didn't love I, I him, we he... wouldn't be so upset. <laughs> I think the thing is, is if he wasn't a hot mess Matthew, he wouldn't be so compelling. Yeah, that's true. And Matthew's explaining the blood rage. And this is why they can't be mated. <laughs> and Diana's like, fuck that noise, man. Right. <laughs> I put him with all this other shit. Blood rage, whatever. I love this next line when he says, but this is but a glimpse. You don't know what I'm capable of. Yes, I'm a killer. And the way he says it is like, and this is why I like hot mess. I love the honesty again. Like we always said, like he's always telling us, at least in the books, what he, you know, what he is. Yeah. We don't want We don't want to believe him. But I love that he's just honest. Like, you know what? The curtain has fallen. This is who I am. And this is just a glimpse. Yeah. It's just a glimpse. I've Mm -hmm. killed thousands. I am a killer and it's yeah. like mm, yeah yeah philippe used me to eradicate the disease is how he put it yeah which is interesting as she's the one who put the word assassin yes 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 and we find out uh, philippe used matthew as an assassin in this moment too and yeah that's heavy shit. <laughs> That's a big mm-hmm. deal. Yeah, well, and it's, I was kind of like the whole subtle tie back and tie forward, which we can talk mm-hmm. about in the spoilers. Yes. Yeah, about absolutely. The, the eradication of the disease. Yeah. Then I went off on a tangent, though, because I thought, you know, Matthew as an assassin, that had to be a huge target on his back throughout the centuries. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's almost he's almost yeah, the equivalent. Exactly. Well, not the equivalent of a, of a flag bearer. But, you know, you, they always wanted to shoot the flag bearer because. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, to capture the standard. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Pretty much a target on his back. It's like, I'm amazed that when we meet up with current day Matthew, he's just, you know, walking around doing his science thing. And how does that not follow you around, especially with ancient vampires older than him? But he seemed pretty cool. It's like, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I guess he was really super good at it. (laughs) He took care of those people who probably get back at home. (laughs) If Gerbert and and Domenico Mm -hmm. didn't seem to have much of an inkling of that aspect of his personality. That's true. All right. So what did you guys think of the confrontation of Diana to Philippe when she confronts him? (laughs) I'm terrible. My notes were like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Philippe smacks her back hard. (laughs) That was like a clap back big time. Yeah. So um, Diana, she's upset that Philippe has taunted Matthew just to show her that he's got blood rage and he's trying to push her away, like giving her all the information Mm -hmm. so she can make the decision to get the fuck out of here. Because honestly, most people would be like, yeah, I'm out. I got to go. Right. But not Diana. She's like, no, I am worthy. The problem 
I also had was to me, it was like, wow, you've known him for like two months and you're sitting here lecturing his father. How many centuries? Stepfather. Yeah. Like he doesn't know him at all. Because I mean, yeah, granted, okay, you would know your spouse better than anyone else. But Matthew all through this has been like the absolutely withholding secret keeper who doesn't tell her shit. But she's like, oh, yeah, I know him better than you. And da, 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 da. I'm like, girl, mm-hmm. maybe dial it back a little bit because it's pretty clear yeah. you don't because he doesn't tell you anything. We're showing this you anything. Is, luckily, Diana is very stubborn. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as she uttered the words, your legacy is one of pain, I thought, you're changing history. <laughs> 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 and that's more for the spoiler zone. We can get into it more there. But I just thought, yeah. you know, the TV viewer now thinks that he's awful, awful, and has a legacy of pain. Yeah. And is are we supposed to take that as Diana's opinion or as is the gospel truth of Philippe? I don't know. Yeah, or is she just mad? Right, exactly. Because <laughs> you know? we say some fucked up shit when we're mad. Exactly. Yeah, and I mean, she's like I said, she doesn't know anything about anything yet. That's coming up a little bit down the road. But it's like it, that was another thing that just struck me as a really nervy thing to say. Yeah. But after all of what Philippe has to say. Diana being stubborn, like we mentioned before, she's Uh like, I am worthy of your son. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. And that's when the magic started happening around her. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I'm like... Oh, oh, what? We watched this together, remember? We, yeah. we had to back it up. We're like, wait, what's happening here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, we kept going, whoa. whoa. Even, even Philippe was like, who, who are you? Fucking shit. Then Philippe recalls the ancient prophecy. And oh my Which God. Which is Mother Shipton. Yeah. yeah. And oh my God. And then his power, it was like power recognizing power because then his eyes kind of went, and I don't think it was just meant to be a reflection of what no, he was No, they were like luminescent. His eyes went luminescent. And it was like, like I said, it power recognizing power. And I know I second. said this while we were watching this. It was almost like Diana was outer body. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like that wasn't even her talking when she's like, she's just standing. And she's like, do you believe it now? And I don't think Diana herself even believes what's going on with her. Yeah, it was like, it was like she channeled the goddess. Yeah. yeah. And that's why Philippe immediately recognized it. Yeah. Because he just, yeah. he just flipped the switch when she said, I'm worthy of Matthew. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she started to illuminate and then he immediately recognized for what it was. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like, you are power indeed. Yes, I am. And I love that. And she's like, you damn right I am. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was so good. And then she said, yes, I am. But love should be enough. Yeah. Oh, God. That was like one of the best lines she's ever had, I think. Wow. I mean, that scene. Goodness. Although I was a little upset. Then then she kind of went over to being a little bit smug after that because it was like, oh, just leave it right there. Because then I I was like, perfect. I just, you know, I chalked it up to the goddess speaking. (laughs) The goddess is still talking for me. The goddess is talking for her. Excuse me. Petulant Diana's back. Yeah. The goddess is like, yes, I am power indeed. But again, it almost seems like things are happening again when she needs them. So she recalled Asheville 782 because she needed it. She needed to Mm -hmm. transform or shapeshift when she was defending herself and Matthew against Juliet. You know, and again, when she needs something to happen, the goddess 
comes through. Right. Yes. So after that, Philippe walks out, meets uh, Diana and Matthew, and they're having a little conversation. And Philippe just declares there must be no question that Diana is a declaremont. It's like, I got to claim her first before someone else does. (laughs) Well, and then, I mean, he just comes out and blurts out, there'll be no more questions about my fate. Yeah. We're done with that. Yeah. When he was walking out, though, Matthew Good's face is just brilliant in every scene. But it's almost like, what now? I mean, this, what? The, the, yeah. the look on his face. Like, what? What? Uh, just why? Uh, but yeah. And I think, Angela, you were the one while we were watching this and made the comment. It's like, oh, yeah, I've got to draft him on my team before someone else. I've got to draft her on my team before someone else does. Yeah. We're going to lose dodgeball otherwise. <laughs> and then he makes her his blood sworn daughter. With and a perfectly you- drawn a <laughs> uh, circle on her head. Yeah. Well, but it almost looked like the mark of the horn one because it was a horn on one side and the horn on the other and crescent. I mean, it, it recalls so many things. Yeah. And the crescent moons of, of the goddess. Mm. And then in the look again, the look on Matthew's face is like, wow, this is like some this is big, big shit. <laughs> this is big shit here. Well, yeah. When he said you are now dead, Matthew's face was so somber and surprised. Yeah. And yeah. then when he said, and, and now you are alive again. And then his face like lit up. It just totally changed on a dime. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So the the funny thing was, is the way they framed the end of that scene. Mm -hmm. He makes her his blood-sworn daughter and he, as Philippe walks away, they keep the focus on his face and the way his face changes Yeah, Yeah. as he's walking away. Like he's committed himself to what he's done, but he's also coming to a lot of realizations about himself, which will come up a little bit later. I just think it was brilliantly done. Yes, I do too. There's so many things that happen in silence and you have to be watching. You know, when he makes Diana his Mm -hmm. blood-sworn daughter... She nods to him and then Matthew bows to Philippe and then Philippe nods to you. It's like you have to watch all these nuances. It's just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. You realize the formality and the the weight of the situation just in some of those gestures and and like you said, visual cues. Yeah. All these things that happen without words. Mm -hmm. And luckily it was well lit so we could see them all. Yes, (laughs) true. So in this next scene, we get the confessional to Diana and how he drained Philippe's blood. What did you guys think of this and the setting of this and everything? I think it was brilliant because the change in the setting Mm -hmm. was it it just allowed them to frame it and light it so beautifully. Yeah. And and this I don't think this is a spoiler so much as it's just in the fact that they lifted the dialogue right out of the book. Yeah, it is pretty much perfect. I mean, it was just it was it was like everything a book fan could ever want. And I think when y'all have seen it, your part will probably like to sort of clench up like ours did yeah. as we were watching it. Yeah. Having read the book and knowing what happened did not prepare me for the scene. Mm-mm. While Mm-mm. Matthew was explaining the torture was every day for three months. Bam. That hurt. You Were you know? not just mm-hmm. focused on his face, though? It's like yes. the anguish yes, of the recollection. The yes. Baldwin and Matthew rescued him and Philippe was begging Isabeau to kill him begging and the way he explains it it's just so heartbreaking oh, oh and the, the look that passed his face and he's like so i did like there was so much self-disgust in his mm-hmm. face and he was so defensive i mean it was kind of like yeah i did it yeah i agree like when he was describing you know the nazis torturing him he had that look and then he he feels like he's the last nail in the coffin no pun intended yeah you know yeah. just that i did it too i added to it i just finished off what they started right Right. Yeah. 
in his face. It was just heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. And this line here that he served up, I mean, I was crying. I was upset because he said, yeah. Isabel can't look at me without remembering that day. Now no, I have to face either. you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, oh God. <laughs> Too much. Oh. Anyway, luckily, the producers decided to give us a respite. <laughs> yes. God, yes. And take us back to present day Septour. And the ladies, the witches and Isabeau aren't finding anything. So Sarah and M go to bed and the look on M's face is like, you sure, girl? Because I can help you. you know? <laughs> yeah. But no, she finally she's like, let's go to bed. And Mart brings Isabeau tea or wine. I, I don't know what a drink wine. anyway. It was wine. And offers to help her look. And it's just like, you can tell this is tearing Isabeau apart. She's like, I'll find it. I have to find it. There was, again, with the unspoken, unspoken story is the way she's marked just sat down across from her and started working is like it just spoke of the millennia of friendship between them. Yeah. The way she just settled in and just got to work looking, too. Yeah. Because they've done shit like this before. Right. Well, it's, yeah. It's nothing new. Let's sit down and do what we do. Yes. It was like, what is the line? We knew this day was coming. Yeah. Yes. It was kind of, it was almost like their body language was saying, we knew this day was coming. Yeah. Let's just do this thing. So mm-hmm. back to 1590 and we are on horseback with Diana, Matthew and Philippe headed to an ancient temple. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Glory. Hallelujah. <laughs> Dedicated to Diana's namesake. Tell me of Isabel. How does she fare? Matthew would know better than I. No. Matthew would tell me only what he thought I wanted to hear. Whereas I suspect from you I would get only the truth. She's well. But lonely. I know she misses you a great deal. And there we have it. The truth. Thank you. So they get there, and Philippe announces that they will be married. I mean, there's no questions to be asked here. He just says it. You're going to be married. And, uh, and then they get, oh, like, what did he say? In two days? In two days, you will be married. Yeah. And then straight into the ritual, the hair as a symbol of maidenhood, money as a symbol of worth. And then Philippe goes into his chant. Here's the thing. It's like, yeah, you'll be married in two days. Did you like the look they exchanged? Like, huh? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Just, yeah oh, just, just roll with it. Yeah. Just, <laughs> he's on a roll. Just play along. <laughs> we'll figure it out oh, later. God. I will. I love that. What did you think of his chant, which was, I could never imagine that reading it on a book. Just him oh, going through it. Oof. Yeah. I mean, it was like, and then his his power again sort of shines through as... It, I was going to say, it was almost as if he was a witch. Yeah. Yes. You know, yes. I, I think it was almost his, or a priest of the goddess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the way they did it, it was definitely his power and his, it's a word I'm looking for, recitation. 
Yeah. Yes. Yes. That he's creating Brought his own magic, mm-hmm. you know. And they don't explain this in depth in a TV show, and it's not spoilery. But if you notice when they give the offering, the hair and the money, there's also a baby yeah. shoe there. Mm-hmm. And in the books, they do say yes. this is a very revered place where multiple people come. Lots of people come to give their thanks offering, ask for protection yeah. from the goddess. It's not just, I mean, it might be on De Claremont land or adjacent to, but it's a very sacred ground. And it also shows that the villagers in uh, St. Lucian, while they may all outwardly Catholic, they still follow the old ways. Mm-hmm. And it's probably not just the vampires and creatures. It's they still revere, like you said, revere the old ways. And I love that the baby shoe was mentioned in the book. Too. Yes. Yeah. And the flower, the old flower offerings that show that no one disturbs what comes before. It's just my thought. It's like, yeah, sure, we pray in a church, but it can't hurt if we come to this temple and right, yeah. do the old stuff. I, I would imagine you can't deny the power you feel. No. So the white stag shows up and the look on the stag's face, you could almost say is like, yeah, all right. <laughs> You may do the thing you said you wanted to do. Go ahead. <laughs> he's blasted. <Yeah. laughs> he blinks and he's like, yeah. Blink, blink. He's like, look, they, they painted they painted the uh, stag from uh, hunting with Hamish. <laughs> <laughs> they got a lot of use out of that stag, that, that animatronic stag. Well, and, so, I, and I was thinking, like, is the Patronus nearby? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has a wand, but I had awful, right? <laughs> So the the stag gives a, a wink and a nod. He's like, "Yeah, y'all, you're you're cool." So he's given his blessing. Meanwhile, I mean, that's to be interpreted as the goddess has offered her blessing, yes. right? Mm-hmm. A blessing and a snort. Yep. <laughs> Artemis has accepted your gifts. Okay, so in two days you're going to be married. Philippe in this next scene, new scene, enters the room where Matthew's getting ready. So I guess we've had the two days. <laughs> yes, and, the two days have passed. <laughs> and he's gifted him with a miniature sword pin to wear during the ceremony. And he tells a story on how he came about it with the vampire wars and mm-hmm. all. And I just thought yeah. this was nice. Yes, a bonding yeah. moment, finally. Yes. Yeah, what was it? A, fi- a fibula, which would have been like a, actually it's kind of a cape closure. Yes. Is mm-hmm. what it would have been. Yeah. Closure. And then he made the point of saying it was blue, which I thought was interesting. Hmm. And how it saved yeah. his life. I love the little yeah. yes. anecdote that went with it. I wasn't Paris and got killed in the hail of arrows. It was arrows too, which I thought was yes. interesting. Then I noticed this thing. Hmm. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was a uh, refreshing change. Mm-hmm. I welcomed it. I was there for it. Yeah. to have, Like you said, they got to have that bonding moment together. And you get this moment between them finally where it's like, yes, they do have a good relationship. Because up until then, everybody was like pissy and angry. And, you know, the comment that Diana made earlier about your legacy of pain. And it's like, well, no, not really. Yeah. No. We get this. Nope. All right. Matthew's going to wear this sword pen during the ceremony. And then the wedding, guys. The bell ringer. It's the wedding. I love the bell oh, ringer. Yes. yes. The dress. The dr- I wish we would have gotten more long shots of the actual dress because the dress is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Very beautiful. Mm. The ceremony. Only a few guests there. Yeah. Yeah. It was very, it was very COVID positive ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> but it was out of doors. 
yours. So there's that. Um, I am going to complain about this outside of the spoiler zone, but it's like there is no avec joie. No avec joie. I agree. <laughs> In the vows. Yeah. But that's okay. The point was made. Yeah. <laughs> so they offer themselves to each other and uh, they're married. Yay. So Yay. they we see the reception. There's a dance. To time in a bottle of all things. That's the I first know. thing. Like the, one of the first chords, Gene's like, "Is that time in a bottle?" <laughs> we were like, yeah. I was like, "Yes, no. it is." Yes, I wasn't expecting that. Mm. So Philippe has his dance with Diana, and here comes Matthew, and Diana's like, "You're a better dancer." I I don't know. I would never turn down Philippe. Okay, no, okay. No. He can step on my no. feet all he wants. <laughs> And that, that's not even really spoilers only, but isn't it the other way no. around in the book? Where yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. Philippe says about Diana's dancing. Yeah, and then after while, time in a bottle is playing. It's time to get busy, y'all. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of getting busy. Let the full mating commence. Woo! Finally, Woo-hoo! we finally got the day. Yes. So after that lovely scene. We're thinking of Lucas, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, that yeah. They, Lucas. Like, yeah, that's the first thing that's going to come to mind after you, you know, you consummate. You yeah, think yeah. Dead We're kid. thinking of Lucas, and kind of an interesting choice. A little toy that Matthew had carved out for him, and they start talking, and uh, Diana's like, "Oh, but," and he's like, "Yeah, well, you know." Whatever. That's part of me I lost. And it's like, oh, you, but you, you show it with Jack, you know, and uh, then we get this little conversation. Yeah, it was, it was kind of like a mini anvil for fortune. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It was like a reminder to like, don't forget, Matthew was a father. Yes. Yeah. And the old, oh, wow, we finally just, you know, got busy. And now, <laughs> now they're talking about procreate when I used to procreate. Right? Yes. Back when I used to procreate. And then Diana's like, oh, I'm sorry, I won't be able to give you kids. And I'm like, oh, are you really, though? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Dun, dun, dun. Whoa. <laughs> uh, put a pin in that. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, they had the talk of not being able to have kids. And then, boo, oh, next scene is the goodbye. Ugh. At least she gets to wear pants now, though. Yes. So there's that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Very Pat Benatar. Yes! <laughs> Super good Pat Benatar, her, I thought. Yeah, agree. She pulled it off. Yep. So now let's say goodbye. And that's it. There it is. Stop oh. regretting your life and start living it. Yay, uh, yes. Oh, my God. Here's, he says goodbye to Diana. Arrow. He says goodbye to Diana and he gives her the necklace. The arrow. Although they didn't really pan in to show they what didn't. it was. I was thinking that myself. No. It's like, okay, that's weird. Maybe they're saving that for later, but okay, possibly that's weird. It's like Isabeau's ring, though, last season. It's like we didn't yeah. really get a good look at that. But this time we get to see it yes. and understand. Yeah. Okay, that it's was. Like, I wonder if it wasn't quite done yet. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, Diana gets the arrow and she mounts up, and he's like, "Okay, my daughter." And I'll, she's like, "All right then." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In this particular scene, she's like, "Okay, see ya." And, <laughs> and then Matthew, wait, wait, wait. but he did give her that he shall always be in his heart. Yes, a little mini yes. speech. Yes, she didn't say a whole lot. No, to no, that. not at all. So we'll talk about that later, and then. Matthew and Philippe go ahead and say their goodbyes. And this is oh, where the goodbye. Big moment. Yeah. Oh. This is where the goodbye is emphasized. This is where he said, stop regretting your life and start living it. And God, I cried. It was just. Oh, oh. I cried so hard. 
I know Diana's just, worthy of you and worse. Newsflash, you're worthy of her. Yes. Yes. Then, uh, you know, he rides them out to the edge of the grounds. And then we watch Philippe ride home in slow-mo. And it's like, uh, they were trying to kill us right here. They, oh, I know. <laughs> kill us dead. And then and then they piled on with even more. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, you ripped my heart out. You ripped it in six pieces. Let's start stomping on it. <laughs> so back in his office, he finally has the words to write to Isabeau. Oh. Uh, he takes another stab at writing this letter. And we flash back and forth from her to him. And I love that she gets this release. And I'm going to put a clip of him reading this letter. Well, the voiceover in here, because I won't do justice justice if I start talking about it. Because, you know, it's no good. No. My dearest Isabel. At last, I am able to find words to straddle the centuries that separate us. The language has eluded me until now, for I have struggled to accept my mortality. But today, I have finally found the inspiration, for I am at peace. I am no longer afraid of my fate, for fate retains the power to surprise us. There are difficult times ahead. And that I trust they will return to you, and that together you will forge a bold new future for our family. This is my final message to you, my love. I know now that there shall come a day when we will be parted. But until then, As in the afterlife, I will hold you in my heart. And flash to Diana and Matthew and crew riding out. And the song is, you're the only one I want to go through time with. Oh, and here's the other thing, too. When he finishes the note and he puts it in the book and how they hearken back to the shot through the bookshelf when the librarian pulls out Ashmore's which Oh, man, that was just so perfect that they mirrored that shot. When she reads that letter and she's looking up in the air, something has released her. Yes, right. She needed this release and she will always have this letter to turn back to. She didn't have that before. And I feel it was probably a good closure moment for her. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and at one point she's, she recognizes that it's 
the last message she'll ever get from Philippe. So it's almost the closure has been said as well. Yeah. And then the look on his face is like, he's got tears in his eyes and it's like, oh my God, he's going to have to live through another 500 years knowing this. I know. I always wondered like, would that make you a changed person? Yes, you know, you're going to die someday, but because it's, you know, the finality of it, does that make you a, a different person? I would imagine he didn't to. accept it until that moment because he's like, I finally accepted my mortality. Mm-hmm. And he said, and that's what I had said before about fate. When you guys clarified what yeah. he said, he said fate is, has a way of surprising us. Yeah. yeah. Mm. The way he said it is kind of in a good way and a bad way. I chose to take the good out of it, the way he said that. Yeah. I mean, as book readers, we understand that Philippe is ancient Greek. So it's not just fate as we say it. It's he truly believes that there are fates. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say, who knows? He may have met them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. They may be acquaintances of his. So is there anything else for this episode before we go into the spoiler zone? I, don't, I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything that doesn't belong out here instead of in there. Yeah. All right. So for those of you who don't want things to be spoiled about the books, don't worry, you won't be missing much. You can stop the episode now and Gene will say goodbye to you. We'll say goodbye, goodbye to you. everybody. Mwah. And we'll talk to you next week. For the rest of you, after this break, we'll go into the spoiler zone and talk about all the things that we were holding back on. (laughs) Oh, my God. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. You can contact us. Send us your thoughts. Email us at demonsdiscuss at gmail.com. Leave us a voicemail at 360-519-7836. By the way, your carrier rates apply here. Or leave one for free on SpeakPipe. SpeakPipe.com slant demonsdiscuss. Now, if you can't remember any of that, go to go.demonsdiscuss.com slant contact. And all that information will be there. You can also become a discusser there. Fill out the form and bam, you're a discusser. And the link to join our Facebook group is there, too. Visit our main site, demonsdomain.com. And if you really feel like deep diving, go to visit.demonsdomain.com slant master post. And you can read interviews, geek out with weekly geeks about all souls universe. Read about the characters. Keep that geek flag flying, guys. Do you like what we do? Help us fund what we do. Go to patreon.com slant demons discuss. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all at demons discuss. If you're liking what you're hearing and you want to tell the world about it, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We love them. We read them. It's wonderful. Also, it keeps Angela alive and we need her around, okay? Keep Angela what do you guys got? I was so thrilled that they took some really important chunks of dialogue straight out of the book. Yes. Yes. They are not disappointing on that front. Mm-hmm. If it's not verbatim, it's close to verbatim. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you. I did not miss the cut from Diana's and without, oh, I'll be with you in the darkness, blah, 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 because what they did with Matthew instead. Yeah. It almost just, emphasized it. Yeah. But it, it also gave me more closure with them because it, it helped bring their relationship back to being in a healthy spot. Yes. Yeah. I like that they emphasize Philippe and Matthew's relationship more than, I mean, in the books, we got more Philippe interacting with Diana. And he did make mention that he had gifts for Matthew and he he hadn't visited him yet. But I like seeing the bond between Matthew and Philippe, which Mm -hmm. was very important. We all felt it was somewhat broken when he arrived 
there. Yeah. yeah. And it was good to see that they left on good terms. Philippe understood his fate. Matthew understood that, hey, you know, I'm worthy of this journey I'm taking with Diana. Mm-hmm. And, and Philippe forgave him. Yes. Right. It's good. Even though that line with I'll be with you in the dark when you think everyone's abandoned you is an overwhelmingly fan favorite. I almost feel like it's a can of worms. It became a can of worms. It did. It is a can of worms. Yeah, it did. It's like, wait, does she visit him in the future? Yeah. What's going on? Right, right. So it's a distraction. I mean, it's a distraction. Yes, it was a good choice to take it out. Yeah. However, I will say, Philippe. I didn't truly enjoy that. He was, he's obsessed that he, how he dies. He, that wasn't yeah, in the books. Yeah. He was much more eloquent. He was much more knowing. He was much more omniscient, omniscient. And let me offer my forgiveness without even a question because that's, yeah, it's yeah. unconditional. I also miss that we didn't get think and stay alive. Yes. Yeah. I, I do miss that. Cause I just think that our, it's kind of an arc over the whole, whole trilogy is like think and stay alive. Yeah. Yep. Something that Diana needs to do constantly. Well, and she yes. doesn't always. And as much as for they keep bringing up evolve and evolution, that's goes hand in hand with it. Yes. You have to be flexible. You have to plans mm-hmm. change. You have to stay alive. Well, that's why you know? we've got Mutatio on the mm-hmm. fire place <laughs> at heart, the heart and crown. Yes. I like the way they paced Isabel finding the letter where it was throughout the whole episode. Yeah, I like how they managed to bring that whole anomaly in. Yeah. I feel like I would be remiss if I didn't say I immediately thought of Stephen, our discusser in chief, Stephen, sending us our UK copies of... Was it so Times Convert? <laughs> and he, for people who don't know, he... Oh, no. A uh, World of All Souls. World of All Souls, yes. And, all souls. and he put in notes for each one of us in the spine of the and, book. And it was a... He didn't tell us ahead of time. It was a very fun surprise. Yeah. Yes. I it was that. Delicious surprise. It was okay. great. And I was kind of bummed we didn't get Tabitha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just, we just had Sarah and the woo. Yeah. <laughs> I do like... How they took things from other books that they didn't mention in the episode, uh, like from season one, Lucas. Yes. They brought that yeah. into this right here. So we're not it missing anything. It was an anything. awkward spot for it, though. It was, it was kind of a weird spot for <laughs> it. I'm kind yes. of like, you, you just fucked her, and then you're going to go like moon over your loss of fertility and, and dead child. It seems kind of weird. Well, and there was no mention of Blanca at all. And I'm like, maybe that's why no. they didn't mention Blanca, because that would be even more weird. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> would have been super awkward. It's like, um, you and I, we just did it, and you're now you're bringing up Blanca, yeah. really. Yeah. I finally got something <laughs> I'm gonna go moon over my dead kid's toy. That's that's kind of is weird. Not not a headspace you, you would expect them to be in. Yeah, and it's not a weird scene. It's just a weird placement of the scene. Yeah, yeah. I mean the scene almost felt like him. Although the conversation would not have been with Diana, it would have been far less awkward if he was thinking about Lucas when Philippe walks in with the gift. Right, and then they can I mean, discuss it. Yeah, yeah, but then that of... would be like, but shouldn't Diana know this too? It would be awkward yeah. all around. You know, yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, right out of bed, and I mean, that's that was a weird placement. I mean, we got, we got that he, 
early in the book. So we got that early yeah. in Discovery, which is when they both realized that they, it was they were going to be together and it was on a horse or, ride, I think. Where, or would it, I mean, maybe they could have placed that back somewhere at Heart and Crown when they had that earlier conversation about he must have been a good father. Looking, yeah. You're doing so they well with Jack. I mean, yeah. And then, I mean, him carrying that tiny, tiny toy horse would probably been even more poignant and, and made more sense instead of like this weird, awkward placement yeah. after they consummate right. their marriage. I, I actually thought about it when Diana and Philippe were talking and he said, Matthew has the least amount of faith of any person I've ever known. Then in the books, that's when they went to the church. He's like, where do you think Matthew is now? He's in the right. church. He goes yeah. there every day. He thinks about Blanca and Lucas, blah, blah, blah. And then that, then she goes to the church and finds him and he's talking with, not he was on the piece, the toy piece in his yeah. hand, but they could have yeah. done it some that way or something then they move the rest of that confession in front of the fireplace which again i really love that change they yes. made because mm-hmm. for the visual, from a visual pers- yeah. perspective it was so rich and so beautifully shot and that fireplace was amazing <laughs> so we find out the assassin thing early so that's something yeah. we won't have to wait till season three to slug through yeah well that also makes sense when we because they also front-loaded the whole round tower scene where Marcus finds out from uh, Isabeau. Isabeau and yeah. Baldwin that Matthew's been a withholding bastard. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he killed my kids? God! <laughs> I know. And that when he says eradicate the disease, right. it's kind of like, yeah, you're calling killing your own grandchildren eradicating the disease, which hasn't happened yet, but is going it's to. Going so. to. Yeah. Can you imagine... Okay, I have the disease. I pass it on. But for your own good, I'm going to kill all your kids because I gave you the disease. Because <laughs> yeah, I made you a carrier. Oh, I'm sorry. I never bothered to oh, tell I didn't you say I that. I didn't carrier, mention that. But... Right. Oops. <laughs> I mean, maybe you should have told Marcus that. Well, he's like, so, well, I kind of did on your deathbed in Yorktown. You probably just didn't really hear me. <laughs> yeah, but John Russell already knew all that. <laughs> Hell. Yeah, so I think that's it. The church scene, we get that, but it's not in a church. We've already talked about that. Anything you guys want to bring up? Oh, the fact that they added in Matthew into the temple scene, I think, was a good call. You think so? I think so, because then we also get the proposal right there. Yeah, it's, be- that's it's true. a beautiful setting for it. <laughs> Two birds, one stone. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I get it. And then it's it's more screen time with yeah. with good and Purfoy. I'm not gonna argue against that. No. Ever. My shackles did go up a little bit when he was talking in front of the fireplace and rescuing Philippe and he's like, With Baldwin's help, I was able to do it's like again, you're like the savior here in the T V show. And yeah, no one, you know, like, people only have to like give a little bit of help and then Matthew can do what he needs to do. Yeah, right. Yeah, except for the fact that Matthew can't come up with a plan to save his <laughs> right. life. But yeah, you right. know, I was the brains of this operation. <laughs> I think my hackles went up a little bit at that too. It's like once again, you know, he outsources a lot. You know, downplay, downplaying <laughs> all the heavy lifting here. Yeah. And the other thing that I don't know, what do you think, Angela? Especially as far as how they depicted Philippe's otherworldliness. If I was just a TV viewer, it wouldn't have come across to me at all. Not not the reciting of the chant, not him recognizing Diana's power. I don't. I it seemed very muted, very muted. Mm. Yeah, and it's that that was the thing. I mean, I knew all this, and I mean, for me, I was like, well, am I reading into what I want to see right. here, even? And it, it, which comes back to my whole kind of argument, which going into book of life. I mean, do we always already have the whole downplaying of the de Claremont power in order to bring up Diana's Mary Sue sort of, I can solve everything in the world. Mm. I'm Supergirl type thing. Right. So, yeah. 
That's, I that's said, I was completely satisfied with this episode. I mean, and I think everyone says oh. episode six is your favorite, and it is definitely my favorite. I have. It's certainly mine. I mean, yeah. we are sitting here analyzing it, but. I don't have really. I don't have any complaints. No, oh, I mean I could good. sit. I can sit here and watch this episode six on five and six on a mm-hmm. loop, but especially six. Oh my god, six I love so it. far is the winner for me. Yes. Well, no. Yes. Mm, no, six still beats four. Four is a strong second place. Yeah, four is good. I love it. Four is a strong second because we get to visit everybody who is so, all the secondaries who are so strong in season one. And I just adore Phoebe. Yeah. But yeah, six is, six is it for me. I think six is it for me over both seasons. Oh, yes. I have to say so far, guys, so far. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, we're not going to spoil future episodes, but I haven't seen them all. Neither have I. Some of us. (laughs) (laughs) See, there's even people among us who have seen them all (laughs) before others yeah some people yeah i haven't seen them all that's why i'm being quiet i'm like yeah yeah it's good good. we're just gonna be quiet about that hey but you guys if you out there audience listeners if you have something to say to us make sure you go to our show notes or your episode notes in your podcast app and if you have something to say i have made a handy dandy little form and you can select the episode you want to comment on or you can even select general comment and uh, type in your thoughts your feelings or you can call us on speakpipe at speakpipe.com slant demons discuss or you can call us on our voicemail number and we'd love to hear your lovely voices yes so on our voicemail number which will also because i can't remember it guys (laughs) which will also be in the episode notes or the show notes you will have three minutes but your carrier rates apply with that speakpipe you have 90 seconds but it's free it's totally free and and you can send it that way. And SpeakPipe does come out really, really clear. And uh, old-fashioned email, demonsdiscuss at gmail.com. If you can't be bothered with the form and you just want to write us a free-fall email, sure, we'll take it. We'll take it yeah. all, all of your input. Mm-hmm. I know. We're here for it. I commented last episode that we were getting a lot of input in. And if we have to split our last episode with your comments into two, we'll do it. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Bring it on. Bring it. Bring it on. So that's all I have. Any you guys have anything else before we call it? No. <sighs> what did we get to see for Sigh. previews of seven? Rudolph. Rudolph. Yes, Prague. Rudolph. Prague. And Sarka. Yeah, we could start Yeah. But they're calling it Bohemia. They're not specifying Prague. Because they don't go to Prague. Yes. They go to his hunting lodge. In Bohemia. Which I think they there's no way you can like fake Prague. There, there were well, there were people complaining that it's supposed to be Bohemia and it wasn't Bohemia. It was shot elsewhere. And I'm like, well, how do you think? Not that I even care, but I could compare it to like, how do you think we felt? Like it was Cardiff and it was uh, not New York, upstate New York. I mean, big deal. But they they did a good fucking they did job. A great job, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And let's talk about season three. It's Cardiff and not New Orleans, <laughs> right? And it's, really, and it's fifteen ninety set. It's not really fifteen ninety. They couldn't find a way to go back. <laughs> I know. Okay, let's keep picking it apart, guys. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, on that note, let's say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye, Bye, everybody. everybody. Demon kiss. We'll talk to you guys next week. Demons Discuss and Demons Domain are independent and not affiliated with Bad Wolf, Sky One, Sundance Now, and Shudder. 
Clips of the TV show and soundtrack are used for the purpose of commentary only. The soundtrack is an original score by Rob Lane and the Chamber Orchestra of London. The soundtrack is available for purchase on iTunes.